morning. Um, several years ago, we had Ezekiel Joshua here, who is kind of like the uh, Apostle Paul to uh, Nepal and uh, even was in Afghanistan back when the Taliban was in charge of Afghanistan as a missionary. And I think he got arrested and kicked out. But uh, And we've had Robert J. Raj here a couple of uh, weeks ago, and now we're going to have Nana here, and I guess we just need to get Paul Tangaya to come, and David Mohan, we've just got the heroes of the Assemblies of God in India here, but um, I, w- I don't want to take up too much time, but when we were there in 2010 celebrating uh, Emmanuel Church's 90th anniversary, which next year is their centennial, um, they had about 26 or 27 branch churches, and so I w- I'm way behind on my count. They have 55 branch churches in the state of Maharashtra, and five in Kashmir. If you're, I, I've, I love to follow history and whatever's going on in India, and you know Kashmir's been in the news a lot lately. They have five branch churches in Kashmir. And uh, some branch churches in other places, 70 branch churches in all, and uh, sev- multiple services there at the main campus in Pune, India. Well, I just want you to give a really good welcome to Nana and Miriam Dar as they come and minister. Praise God. I really want to thank God for <clears throat> making it possible for me to come and uh, be with you all. And uh, I bring greetings to you from Emmanuel Church, Pune. I bring greetings to you from my family there. My two sons are there. My one son is here in Las Vegas. Uh, I bring greetings to you from all our brand churches. They all know that I am, I'm going to be here. And they will be praying for this service. I thank God for what God is doing. And uh, I would like to, uh, there's a lot to say. If I start saying, we will not have enough time. But uh, I thank God for what God has done. How many believe that today, to know that, Scriptures are being fulfilled here in this church. Today, the scripture is being filled, uh, fulfilled in this church. In Psalms 113, the word of God says, and I will just um, put one verse only. Psalms 113 Verse 7, he raiseth up the poor out of the dust and lifteth up the needy out of the dunghill. And this scripture is being fulfilled in my life. That I was thrown on the roadside when I was born, when I was 20 days old child on the roadside. Rats could have eaten me. The dogs could have eaten me. Wild animals could have eaten me. But heavenly God had his eyes upon me. And 
while I was 20 days old baby, totally helpless within myself. This is what government record is. Helpless within myself. One policeman heard the cry and lifted me up and took me to Bombay beggar's home, which was government beggar's home. And then I was shifted to Christian baby's home, which was run by missionaries. I stand today to thank United States of America that has sent so many missionaries to our nation. And because of your investment into the kingdom of God, missionaries took care of us. And today I am standing as God has lifted me from the dunghill and to made me to sit with the princes, prince and princess. It's only God. And because of God's grace, <clears throat> God has worked in my life miracles after miracles. Every day I experience miracles of God. Not that I am very righteous, very holy, but just because he lifted me up. When he lifts you up, no one can pull you down because you are in the hand of God. And we, I want to thank the Lord that as we, God has given me the opportunity to serve him in the one of the oldest church outside of America, one of the oldest church of Assemblies of God. Assemblies of God Organization started in 1914, and there, there was a church in Pune in 1920. And uh, when I came, it's again miracle, when I came to the church, God called me for ministry, and I was teaching in the Bible College, and I'm so honored to have Brother Davis is here, uh, who was there, and my character is a little bit different. I'm outspoken. I'm, I get angry quickly when disorder I see or undisciplined way I see. So when God called me, Brother Davis told me, Nana, it's very easy to be a teacher in the Bible college. Because when I was dean, at one time, I sent 13 students out of the school. So Brother Davis told me, you're going to Pune. That is a church. That is not a Bible college. He remember that. And the way you are so strict and so disciplined, church will throw you out within three days. <laughs> I said, sir, God has called me. And this church was about to be closed down. And they said, let us have last trial. That put Nanadar there. And God put me there. And my first night, my experience of first night, I kept my stuff there in the room. I was trying to sleep. Three o'clock in the morning, 
one drunkard man comes and knocks at the door. I don't know how he got the news that new pastor has come. So he came and he knocks at my door and he says, I heard that new pastor has come. I said, yes. What do you need? He said, my wife has run away. You come and search for my wife. My goodness. That was my first day in Pune. I don't know anything. And I said, but where shall I search your wife? He said, I know where she has gone. So you come along. So I have to tell God, for some time I have to trust this drunkard. And help me to trust him. So he took me where he supposed his wife would be. Then his wife had gone to her mother's place. And I requested her to come back. So that was my first ministry. In the night, 3 o'clock. By the time I came up to 4.30, I tried to sleep again. And 5.30, there is a big noise. And big noise, I woke up and came out of the door. And I saw whole compound wall collapsed of the church. I said, God, this is my first day. What are you trying to tell me? And God said, open Jeremiah chapter 1. And I read the Jeremiah chapter 1. And God said, I have brought you here to tear down and to build up. To root it out and to plant. And I said, God, I can't do this. This is too much asking of you from me. And God said, don't worry. You be faithful with me. And I'm so happy that brother and sister Francis is here. And brother and sister Davis, they taught me how to be faithful, how to do the right thing, no matter what happens. And I followed those principles. And today, God has given the, his grace to raise the churches. When this, I didn't know anybody in Pune, so I had, there are a few people in the church, 10, 10, 15. And they would call one another and say, is he coming to the church? If he's coming, I'm not coming. In that kind of situation. And many times, I had preached to my wife and my three sons. My three sons would go to bed by the time I finished my sermon. And my wife had to be awake, otherwise she will have a hard time. So she had to be awake. And I used to preach the word of God loudly enough that I, as if I was preaching to thousands. People on the road side would hear the message. There was a person who was repairing bicycles. He would tell me my message from almost uh, one cross away. And people started talking about that this one person came and peeped in and he saw that Nobody's there. And the only pastor's wife and three children. And he's preaching so loudly. He went and told many people. He said, that pastor doesn't need anybody in the church. He still preaches. So people started coming to see how I preach without people. <laughs> and the moment they came, they stuck there. 
And God started blessing the church. And one person got electric shock when he was sitting on the chair. So he go, goes and went and tells people that this church is electrified. <laughs> you get current electric shocks. And they people start coming in to see how they get electric shock in the church. And they came and they stuck there. And this is how God gave growth to the church. And today, by the grace of God, we are fastest growing Assemblies of God Church in our city. We are having five services. And uh, God, has, God has been blessing us and the church together. We, we thank God that there, there's a scripture in Isaiah chapter 6. When God spoke Isaiah, and in that he says, Whom shall I send? And who shall go for us? And Isaiah says, Here am I, send me. While I was thinking on this scripture, I said, God, this is the answer of Isaiah that I am going. And then God reminded me the another scripture from Romans that how can they believe if they have not heard? How will they hear if no one has gone and preached? How someone preach if he is not sent? So American churches have sent Isaiah's who responded to the call of God in India. I want to thank you for your investment of how you have invested in the ministry that is happening in India. In our country, situation are not happy. Situation are not good. The political situation is tensed and it is against the Christians and Muslims. Now, as Pastor has said about the Kashmir thing, last week I received a message from our churches in Kashmir that they have been told to close down the church. And they forced the church pastors to close down. They came inside and stopped the worship. And they said, we will see that you don't have service anywhere, even in the house anymore. And pastors have sent us the re uh, request to pray. And I said, don't worry. You go ahead and take the service. God will protect you. And we want to thank God that I believe that God is going to work out. The miracles after miracles are taking place in India. Though there is a there is a position in India for gospel, they are now working on to make an, uh, the law anti anti conversion law to be bill to be passed, and um, they are asking. Government is thinking that Christians are increasing in number, because government is afraid. That in spite of they do everything to curtail the growth of church, church is still growing. Church is moving forward. By the grace of God, we are baptizing. I'm, I'm, I'm baptizing every two months, 15 to 20 people. And they are coming from non-Christian background. They are, they are coming to know the Lord Jesus Christ. 
the, the nation is working on the caste system again. They are pulling up the caste system and pushing down these poor people, the low caste people. But church has opened the doors and given the goodness of God and gospel that Jesus loves everyone. And because we preach the love of Jesus to everyone, these people are changing their faith and coming and holding the Lord Jesus Christ as their Savior. In Punjab and in Rajasthan, there is a great, great move of God is coming. Thousands and thousands are taking baptisms and accepting Jesus Christ. Pretty soon, our government rec will recognize that their, 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 their majority is outnumbered because the church is rising up. I firmly believe and I'm experiencing that state, statement of Jesus Christ. On this rock, I will build my church. The gates of hell shall not prevail against it. They will rise against it. They will make all big, big, big uh, mouths. They will roar as roaring lion. But the teeth is already cut off. And the lion of Judah is with the church. Let other duplicate lion may roar whatever the duplicate lion wants to do it. But real lion of Judah is going to protect the church. And it is happening because of your prayers. It is happening because of your investment. I want to thank uh, the ministry and the life of Brother Sister Davis and Brother Sister Francis and other missionaries. And especially this church has got a great heart. When I saw your pastor for the first time. Now I'm, I'm the person only Reverend Davis and Reverend Francis know. I don't praise people immediately. I, I watch people. I, I see people and then I say whatever I have to say. But not immediately. But when I saw you, Pastor, first time, first time in my life, you know what I have seen? I've never said this to him. I saw his smile, a holy smile. I saw his smile, a smile of conviction. I saw his smile, a smile of determination. I saw his smile, a smile of encouragement. I saw his smile, a smile of having vision. He didn't speak a single word with me, but I saw that. And I, I said, this is what God wants us to be a light. Be light to the world. We can dream, uh, we can beat our own drums, but people will know after the drum beating is over, who we really are. But when we see the active life, we don't have to speak much, but just be. The woman in, in Kings said to her husband, I see this man going from this road every day. I think... This is a man of God. Just by his walk. 
She didn't have talk with her, with him. She didn't bring her in the house, but she spoke to her husband. This is a man of God. So, thank you, Pastor, for being in my life. Your graciousness, your confidence, your strength has boosted my strength, my life. And I, I miracles are taking place. <clears throat> In spite of all the opposition, in spite of all the oppositions, we were able to buy two lands. One for the Banjara nomadic tribe settlement. And Brother Francis was involved in it. And when we dealt with, we tried to find out the place, <coughs> I was so surprised that the main leader of Shivasena, the anti-Christian community, main leader, when he talked with me, he said, I want to give my land for the church. And many have told him, why you are selling this land to the church? He said, when I talked with Reverend Nanadar, how you are going to pay? He said, I will pay all in white. And he said, I have never met anybody willing to buy a land with white money. I want to give this land to them. And we purchased that land. And with your all help, we built a church there for this Banjara family. And seeing this, another Banjara family, Banjara town, one person said, I want to give my land as a gift to the church. And there also we built another church. And recently, we were trying to buy a land for the church in uh, South Maharashtra. Again, we were searching the land. And we found the land. And when we found the land, the owner was from BJP. He was a district super, uh, president of BJP. And uh, we discussed with him about the land. And again, he asked me the same question, how you are going to pay? I said, all in white. He said, are you sure you are paying all in white? I said, yes. No corruption, no, no, no under table pay payments. Everything is on table. And he said, I have never met Christians to do this. I want to give my land to you. He is so, he is so, his person having so much uh, influence in the government offices. So when we finalized our dealing, we were waiting, sitting there, and he went and goes to the registrar and he said, why you are making these people sitting there? Do you know who they are? They don't have time to sit here for hours together. You take their file and, and do the re registration immediately. To our surprise, we were sitting in line. But this man comes inside and talks to the registrar and get our registration done. He goes into different offices and makes the every paper available. Usually it takes months together for getting one single paper. But this man 
has brought all the paper within one week. Everyone was surprised. All those other, other people said, how could you get this paper so quick? I said, this dear brother has helped us. How can he help? He's not a Christian. I said, I don't know. But he's chosen by God to help us. So the miracles are happening. God is blessing the church. And even in our churches are being persecuted. One day I received a phone call from one of our church that his church having more than 200 attendants has been asked to close down. And that day they forced him to close down the church. And he said, Pastor Dar, what can we do now? I said, let's pray together and God will open the door next week. Next Sunday, you will have a service in some, some good place. And during this week, God did great miracle. And one person from, again, Hindu person comes and says, I'm very sorry to hear that your church was closed down. Come and take my hall. And let your services be in this hall. God is at work. God is at work. One, one church was closed down. They, they took out all the people and the pastor. And they said not to come here anymore. Immediately, opposite, across the road, one Shivasena person said, my hall is here. You can take and use my hall. So God is doing great miracles in our life. Not only in that, we find that, that uh, in our church, God is transforming the lives of high-class people. There is a company there, big company, very famous company in Pune. Um, and his manager, the company's manager, was Tonj Brahmin from Tamil Nadu. He married a Christian woman. But he was not allowing her to attend the church. But I knew her, so I used to go to their house. They used to, he used to kick me out of the house, never to come. I said, I'm sorry, I'm not coming to meet you. I'm coming to meet your wife. Because she is Christian. And I used to speak with him and slowly, slowly, Lord started working his house and his heart. He started coming in Christmas to just leave her wife and children to the church. And then he would go from outside. But one day, he calls me and he says, Pastor, is really your Jesus alive? I said, do you have any question about it? He said, I'm asking question only. I said, okay. How shall I tell you that Jesus is alive, that you will believe it? He said, I am going through one problem. And if Jesus would take me out of this problem, I would accept Jesus Christ as your sa my Savior. I said, just for your self, selfish motive, should I pray to Jesus that grant his will and he will accept you. Jesus is not so cheap. Jesus is the son of God.
He's the Lord. He can turn everything for your sake. This is very simple thing for Jesus to do. Why don't you do something, ask some hard thing to do? And he said, how can I create that thing hard? I said, I don't know. But you, you must have some hard thing. And I was praying, God, reveal him something. And he got a notice that week. He got a notice that your services are not required anymore. And he comes to me. And he says, sir, my services are not required. This is the letter I got. I said, don't worry. God has put you in that company. You will stay there. How can when I got already the memo? I said, okay, God will work it out. And Sunday got over. Monday, no reply. Tuesday, no response. Wednesday, no response. Thursday, no response. Friday, he, get, he got call from company that your job is confirmed. You are not going. And this manager comes to me and he said, today, I want to take baptism. I want to give my life to Jesus. I could have never, never, ever thought, think that my job would get, I get my job. I said, Jesus is alive. He, he doesn't fulfill your desires only, but he wants to save your life. He's more interested in your future life after death rather than your physical life. And this man, a company manager took baptism and today he's in my Bible college. He's studying the word of God. God is doing great things and church is being blessed. There are so many things I can share that God is interested in lifting up people. These days I told the church, if you are a child of God on your job, you enter in your company as a child of God. Don't enter in your company as company employee. Go as a child of God and through you, God will bless your company. And I have seen that many young people, they, they have taken this and started speaking as soon as they go into the entry gate of the company. I am a child of God entering in. I told this to my students' school, the teachers, nurses, everyone, that God is still on the throne. And he wants you to be blessed and to become a blessing to others. God is not interested blessing anyone for themselves. That's what God said in Genesis chapter 12. Abraham, I want to bless you and I want to make you a blessing to others. If you and I do not have desire to become a blessing to others, then God is not interested in blessing us. It's our desire that God make me a blessing to someone today. Make me a blessing. And as I'm living in my city is the military city. 
the defense main headquarters. So I have, we have different companies in, the, in our city to make, prepare an ammunition. Soldiers are there, but ammunition has to be provided. Soldiers are there at the boundary, but food supplies need to be provided. Soldiers are there on the boundary, but necessities need to be provided to them. You are doing that. Because missionaries are going on the borderline and you are providing everything for them to see the kingdom of God established in that area. You may not be able to see how many are saved and those who have been saved. But the day is coming that when we will stand in the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ, we will be given crowns and there will be so many stars on your crown. And you will wonder, why these so many stars? And Jesus will tell you, come up here. He will show these Indians, thousands of Indians who accepted Jesus Christ. And Jesus will say, because of your investment, because of your help, because of your prayers, these have accepted Jesus Christ. So their stars are on your crown. God wants us to, to, to bless us. And I, I told my church that we are not going to be receivers only we are going to be a blessing i have made our church the church of the missions so every now and then we are blessing to other churches i want to thank god for this privilege recently the pune uh, maharashtra is being suffering with the heavy rains and the floods all over in maharashtra Villages after villages are under the water. And six of our branch church pastors called me that their houses have been damaged with the water. And there's 56 families are affected in the church. Government has given them temporary stay, but they, they are going back. And I said, I am not here. I am in USA. As soon as I come, uh, we will, our church will do something. And I, I have told my church to raise enough fund to help these dear ones, those who have been affected in the flood. And nothing is impossible unto God. Nothing is impossible. And once we see that how God is doing his work, we thank God that when I, when I look to myself, I said, who am I? Who am I? A person who was on the road. Today God has lifted me up. Because of your prayers. Your support. And your, your investment. In the life of us. There are so many. We thank God. That he. That's what he says. That praise ye the Lord. Praise. O ye servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. From this time. From the and forevermore. His name is to be praised. I am not ashamed of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. I am 
I am openly outspoken. Even in the public, I tell about Jesus Christ. Even in, when I enter in the banks, when I enter in the bank, I don't enter in the bank because I need to draw money. I enter in the bank to bring presence of God in the bank. One day, I saw bank manager having some bandages and I felt I need to talk to him. Then other voice came, who are you to talk to him? You just go and put your check and draw the money, that's all, and go out. I said, no, because I belong to Jesus Christ, I cannot avoid hurting ones. I cannot avoid. So I went in and I said, sir, what happened? He said, no, I made with an accident and just I had some problem. I said, do you know if I pray for you today, you will be healed? Because Jesus is going to heal you. He said, how can you pray in this office? I said, I can pray. No, 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 no. I don't want you to pray loudly. Because we Pentecostals know only to pray in loud. <laughs> but that our loud voice can create problems. I said, don't worry, sir. Even next person will not know what I prayed, but I will pray. I prayed for him in the name of Jesus. Next day I went back to the bank. He was there without bandages. And he, he saw me and he called me, come here. What did you do when you go home? I said, nothing. No, you, you, you uttered some mantras in front of me. But what did you do at home? I said, nothing. You didn't do anything? Then why my wounds are healed totally? I said, I don't know. It's Jesus. Jesus has healed you. And when he called all these workers and he said, today we are going to celebrate. And he gave tea party to all of us. And he said, do this person's work at first. He should not be waiting here for anything. You see, you get everything free. <laughs> just, just pray for people. When I go to the uh, market, this one day I, I was in the market and I, I saw one person selling the vegetable and his face was so down. And I said, why you are so down? And he said, well, today I'm not uh, feeling well because there's a problem in my house. I said, what problem? My wife ran away. She, she is not coming. I said, do you really want your wife? She said, how can you ask me this question? My wife, I need. I said, okay. Then you need to understand. Your wife, you need to forgive her first. Are you willing to forgive her? No matter what happened. He said, how to do? She is not here. I said, I know. She is not here, but she will come. Will she come? I said, yes, she has to come. How can she come? I will pray to Jesus. I will pray to Jesus. And Jesus will bring your wife back. And I prayed in that market for this person. And then I didn't go for a week. And after one week, I went to the same person. His wife was standing with him. I said, how she came? I don't know. Did you ask her? She said, I just failed to go. 
I said, this is not you felt. Jesus brought you together. Jesus is there to unite the families. The power of God is available. And Jesus, the word of God says, God has made the barren woman to keep house and to be a joyful mother of children. Praise ye the Lord. A barren woman had no way of giving birth to the child. Physically, scientifically, mentally, socially, spiritually. These are the hurdles that, that stand before us and talk loudly. Can't be done. But when it comes with our God, nothing is impossible unto God. God has done this kind of miracles also in the church. There is one family, they came and they said that 15 years we have been married, no children. I have, we have done all things that needs to be done. I said, you contact my wife. Is, does she have any medicine? I said, yes, she has a powerful medicine. You just talk to her. And she prayed for her, the, the family. And then I joined her. And we prayed together. And God heard the prayer. Next year, they had a son. And the following year, they had a daughter. And they had now three sons. Three, three children by the grace of God. They said, we would never forget that it's all things are possible unto God. It's happening. It's happening everywhere. And we want to thank the Alabama District Council. I want to thank Pastor Lynn. I want to thank all of you for loving us so much. Though we have never met, but you loved us so much that you have been doing everything that is possible uh, to invest in our lives today. I'm thankful to God for this privilege to come and meet with you. I want to request you to continue to pray for India. Pray for the ministry in India that is going to go on even though things are going to be bad and worst but pray that church in India would stand firm and whenever there is persecution, there is a growth in the church. Whenever there is a persecution, the churches are growing and India is going to witness the massive revival in the days to come, that I tell all of the, our people, let's not talk about persecution. Let's not talk about problems and difficulties. Let's talk about Jesus. And when we talk about Jesus, Jesus will give us strength, ability, power, and, and confidence to move forward. And then our walk, our speech, our looking will not be the same to discourage others. When you go, I told people, when you go to the hospital as a Christian, don't look at this patient in, a, in a such an eyesight that when you are going to die. People are looking at patients. Oh, what a terrible. And then patient is looking and saying, oh, everyone is waiting for my death. So let me die. 
we need to look in the patient's eyes with the eyes of faith and strength and the power and ability. The patients will see, oh, here is someone who is not looking at me in a pity, but he's looking at me in the glory of God. Let our speech, when we speak to others, speak encouraging word. Words of, words of promise. Don't worry. Everything will be all right. Don't, don't be discouraged. We are there. We are there. Church is there for you. And when we, when we do that, God will use us for his glory and his honor. Because it is all for him. Today I was so blessed. With the, I was attending the Sunday school. And the, the teacher was teaching. Oh, powerful word I heard. That Job's first test. One after the other, one after the other, one after the other. But still, Job says, God is great. Job said, God is great. I'm so encouraged through you. And pastor, I want to thank you so much for your love for us. And I want, I want to thank God, for your president, I watch his life. I hear in India, everything against president is being broadcasted. But when your president comes on the screen and speaks, I see something great is happening. I, I said, God, I, I wrote notes to president. Sir, we are praying for you. That in spite of all, you have never been discouraged. In spite of all, you have never been down. But always I see the glory of God on your face. We need such people. Those who would not bog down with the pressure. But when the pressure is there, Jonah said, I am the servant, throw me in the pressure. And you, are, you will be safe and I will be safe other side. We both will be safe, though he made a mistake. But that time he confessed that I am the responsible for this, so throw me in because I am a servant of God. Servant of God, if he is thrown anywhere, he will still survive. He will still move forward. God will make everything work according to his plan and purpose in our life to bless our life. Once again, I want to thank God for this privilege and missionaries are here. Thank you very much because of your love, your discipline, your teaching. We have learned something from the word of God. And we have accepted Jesus Christ as our personal life. My three sons are in the ministry. My elder son is working as a church administrator full time in my church. The second son is a pastor. And third son is now in in, in Las Vegas, but he's a good musician in the church. Last week, I met his pastor and, and told his pastor that my son is a musician. He said, I never know. I will use him. So please uphold me in your prayer and church in your prayer. Thank you. God bless you.